Hey, all you mutant goons from beyond. It's Slasher's podcast time with me and Coker, but we're doing something a little bit different here. We're not just the regular Slasher's pod. We're a subsidiary, right? We are a Slasher spinoff show, Slasher's Smoke Break, with the stoners of the podcast, James J. Coker and Doug Watt. Yeah, well, uh, sometimes you have to get high to certain movies here, and, and what I like to see call these movies that we're doing here are the ones that don't get the big metadata. This no, you know, what's funny is they're not even mentioned uh, like in horror circles, too. Like the real deep cut shit, folks. Yeah, yeah. I think the closest we had to this is when uh, Jake and I did that double header episode. Uh, I did Orozco the Embalmer. That's kind of something. That's that, a super deep cut. It's too. a super deep cut, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, I was looking for other podcasts on Orozco the Embalmer. The only one that pops up is Slasher's. See, that's that's a deep cut, man. Yeah, well, th- well, that's not to say here that all these movies are going to be like graphically grotesque. This is also movies that you'd kind of watch in a basement at like a slumber party. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. at 3 a.m. In the, in the morning. I mean, think of this podcast as like the stoners are in the basement watching the real weird shit. Like you wake like all slasher like, smoke break. Like all your basement. other friends are asleep. And then some yeah, of you are still up. You up at like three in the fucking morning watching like Necronomicon Book of the Dead. Yeah, we're like in our we're something. like in our, uh, our, our, you know, packing cases and stuff like that. And just kind of laying yeah. there. But we're too lazy to turn off the TV. Yeah, we're just like, whoa, man, I mean, something and I got my pipe. And something shit. weird is on TV. And I don't know what the hell the name of the dude. I am very glad that you were happy smoking from this pipe. Like it hit at a very good rate. You know, it wasn't too much of a punch at first. And you. You were able to exhale very beautifully with it. Well, thank you very much. What was that? A ten out of ten on uh, on pipe blowing? Just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You got to save that for the tube steak too, for one sale at Stater Hose, or for you uh, East Coast people, giant eel, uh, old school pipe. Yeah, but anyway, we've got a real special one for you. This one uh, did pop up on uh, from Vinegar Syndrome through a box set, and now I believe that box set is out of print. It was I, last year's uh, regional horror box set. Yeah, and, and the thing is, this VHS I remember seeing at uh, in Ohio they had this place called Drug Mart it was like a CVS pharmacy Drug Mart Drug yeah and they didn't know they didn't have uh, I know Ohio is known for its heroin and <laughs> stuff but they weren't selling this here it was like a CVS but inside you could rent VHS tapes I remember I saw the cover for Jack Frost 2 in there and oh the, the snowman on the island one yeah Revenge of the Mutant Killer snowman oh, okay which I like that one and they had a VHS copy of Winter Beast did it have this cover it had that cover. Hold on, let's think, get it for the Zoom, everybody. Can you see it there? Oh. Now, now this beast on here. Winter I, beast. I do got to say that I should have bought that VHS when I had the chance because they were probably selling it for like 10 bucks. Because now I went on eBay. I looked at the current one. It's a, a, a thousand two hundred fucking dollars. What? Yeah, it's a thousand two hundred dollars. For eBay. the Blu-ray. No, no, no. For or the VHS. For that VHS. God, VHS. Well, I mean, it's such a regional, little-known film, man. I mean, I could see that. That's like that's like Tales from the Quad Dead Drone Zone status. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, I know... Remember Eric Spudic? Do you remember Eric Spudic? Oh, God, Eric Spudic. Yeah, he had uh, that uh, copy of Tales from the Quad Dead Zone. This is for all you VHS nerds out there that know you're collecting. But yeah, he ended up selling his copy for like 800 bucks. Damn. Yeah, so I wish... Uh, lucky guy. Look at my VHS right there. It's pretty nice. 
Well, yeah, I'm looking at the stack here. That at Co- we're at Coker's place recording. He's got. I got, some, I got, a, I got a stack got right there of like, dude. It's a good mix of 90s and 80s. You're like 90s, 80s, 90s, 80s, 90s, 80s. I try to keep it as much of my childhood as I could with my VHS tapes. Dude, I even got the big white clamshell case of like the Dragon Ball Z movie anime movies. Uh, Lord Slug. That one's for you, Jake. I'm a DBZ fan, too. But anyway, man, we're getting off topic. What did we get high to this early December? <laughs> we decided to get high to and watch a weird fucking movie called Winter, Winter Beast. Beast. Now, this film here is kind of interesting because the cover shows well, the movie is called Winter Beast. The cover shows a beast wearing like this cloak in the snow. So like, like an American Indian ogre thing, you know, and it's in the snow. And guess what? There's no snow in the entire movie. In fact, it's autumn and it's Halloween time. Surprise. And it's not really a beast. Remember that joke in The Simpsons where he walks out of Naked Lunch? He's like, I can think of two things wrong with that title. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it reminds me of. There's no winter and there's no beast. Not really. No. (laughs) There's two things wrong with this title. What the fuck? No, granted, yes. But when the movie starts, the movie opens fucking strong, dude. That movie opens with like... Imagine, guys, an uncanny valley, public access, 3 a.m., hi, everybody, creepy, uncomfortable, what the fuck is this tone? And then with, like, stop-motion evil dead demon and some gore effects, and you're like, what the fuck is this? But this is to watch when you're high. It is, but the thing is, it's not just regular stop-motion, like evil dead. This is, like, Kablam from Nickelodeon. Yeah, it feels like a scary version of Kablam, guys. It's crazy. But sadly, right after that... It wakes up. And then, sadly, this was our biggest problem with the movie, guys. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, uh, I like to put this theory as throughout the movie, there's these inconsistent tones of very, very cool special effects and stop motion. You know, those and the stop motion scenes, guys, the stop motion nightmare scenes feel like something from Adult Swim. And they all end with, like, intense silly but like uncanny gore that you're not expecting you know the stop motion monster scenes and then it goes to long slow drug out like like a late night college play two man plays two man play but like boring guys but like with interesting dialogue that halfway amuses you and halfway doesn't and we watched this high guys so like try to watch the sober you can't even get through that we needed we needed a fair amount of grass for this fucker. Yeah, well, the thing is, what's interesting is that th- this was a soundstage because we remember we watched that, those special features uh-huh. on the Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, and, and what's crazy is this they had access to all these sound stages, but it almost felt like the room where it's like, why did Tommy Wiseau need green screen up on yeah. the roof? Mm-hmm. It's like very much like that too. They had a and bunch this of is a, this uh, is actors. Early nineties horror film. It's well, uh, it came out in 1992, but it wasn't basically. When did it start filming? <laughs> Isn't this one of those horror movies that took like 15 years to finish? Well, no, not, not that it took that long. The filming started in 1986, oh, but wow. then it was forgotten. Forgotten. So they might, they're probably like, oh, well, I, I, I started work and I forgot that we had to film that movie. Oh, my God. It, it was just halfway abandoned. And then there were two scenes shot in 1986 and the rest was finished in 1989 when they when they uh, had some free time. Wow. OK. All right. Yeah. And uh, apparently 
the footage that was shot in 1989, which was some of that Winter Beast stuff mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, that was just shot in two days. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. So this movie and the crazy thing is the director, this is the only movie the director did. So I don't know what's going on with that there. Plus, let's face it. It's not winter at all. It's autumn. And the real bad guy of the movie isn't these stop motion monsters or the big ogre thing at the end. The bad guy of this movie is this creepy as fuck, like Colonel Sanders innkeeper dude in like a checkered suit and a bow tie and he yells at people. And then he goes from like a yelling asshole to like straight up nightmare fuel guys they're there this movie takes uh this movie goes from crazy to boring to nightmare fuel well yeah he's kind of like an adult version of the kid of michael myers in the original halloween he's like dancing around these rot dude spoiler guys spoiler the stoners are gonna spoil stuff uh whatever he's dancing around like rotted ghoulish bodies around his place Mm -hmm. with like creepy kid music playing and he has a vintage clown mask on and he's just dancing around and it drags it's it's like it's not it's dude it's nightmare fuel it is it freezes the moment and you're bored for a good chunk of the movie and then this happens and you're just like what the fuck that record song that plays for the same six minutes it's like and it drags it it grabs you dude well and then uh the two cops so the ones we were talking about the characters that are just like you don't give a shit about you don't give a shit about but it drags but the, their dialogue is like halfway funny or like i knew a lesbian once i'm halfway like oh my fucking god get on with it dude. yeah yeah you we're know? talking about the the snow rangers that are up mm. in the mountains there one of them wears sunglasses indoors yeah so i call them sunglasses you know at night dude is the movie i will give the credit that the movie plays with him being the main character and then it they have the scene where he's rock climbing in like the most boring way and then a stop motion monster grabs him who you think is going to be the main character and tears his fucking head off and it's all to like bad stop motion too and you're like wait what the fuck yeah. so the movie plays with liberties man and when he pulls the guy's head off the, the person that's supposed to be like the stunt person mm-hmm. it, it's like a kids play-doh thing like yeah. it's like if a two-year-old made it out of play like the whole the whole murder scene is stop motion the victim is stop motion the gore is stop motion the monster is stop motion it's like it takes these ray harryhausen surreal moments but with like a weird low budget public access tone which took me by surprise well this but, is the first time now can i can i say that uh this is the first time i've ever seen clay titties count as real nudity in a yeah, horror movie that was you know it's funny that murder scene guys which is really crazy it feels like an adult swim show on acid but it cuts to this girl with curly hair and you know decent titties you know i don't want to body shame i'm sorry you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh lick the dust under my boobs that's what she'd say to you <laughs> anyway so then it cuts to like what was it was it a tree month it was like a tree monster I, no thing. this is a cameo by groot so james yeah. stole the idea of groot or maybe groot comes in and tries to get her out of the window and then we pulls her out of the window this scene drags and you think she's gonna live and then the thing just pulls her out of the window and just throws her against the wall killing her going Bleh! and it's all stop motion too with her being stop motion titties and everything and it, she doesn't get like her head ripped off she just gets slammed into a wall but Whoa. it's the clay thing it's the it's the yeah, clay and version it's that of thump. so it's like these characters just get they establish these characters and then they just get brutally and very abruptly murdered like whoa what the fuck 
Yeah, it's kind of like the characters like, hey, mom and dad, you guys are the main characters. It's almost like the, the, the family in Beethoven. It's like if the dad and mom were there and then all of a sudden Beethoven rips the dad's neck out <laughs> and the mom gets like crushed by a school bus or something. You know what I mean, that's how that's how this would be if you think about oh, it. Yeah. But then sadly, the film goes back to its draggy moments, too. Like after the nightmare fuel scene with the creepy in- that's going to stick on my head, dude. I really is. But after the nightmare fuel scene, it then starts to drag in that thing sort of way but with like creepy lighting and jack-o'-lanterns everywhere and i was like damn it we're in christmas mode and halloween keeps coming back i think they got confused because where the fuck is winter where the fuck is it's not winter at all our month is flashing through the snow and we're and we're doing our stoner episode not in the snow no but um i do okay can you tell me the story of this the what's what the fuck happened in this movie like when i'm watching i'm like what is the story of this movie there's like it's a haunted totem pole it's like okay so it's like a they're northeast i think maine or something Mm -hmm. and like there's an indian totem pole that i guess is possessed that turns into different poles or pissed on and then what the fuck is the vulture monster dude there's a stop motion vulture monster scene in this too and a stop motion dragon what the fuck is happening in this movie and we got to say to the effects uh, well actually i gotta say like i'm pretty impressed because this is this is a movie that kind of inspires low budget filmmakers because it's like you know they did this I could do this too even yeah. though it is like it's very dollar store looking like 99 oh, cents only store. one of my favorite scenes in this guys is like this dollar store 99 cent store skull on like a bad plastic spine rips itself through a guy's stomach and then does a really plastically like it's like dollar tree nightmare fuel I loved that scene so all of the horror wasn't always just stop motion Plus, there's that weird blue zombie scene coming out of the like coming out of the fall leaves and shit. And it felt like Devil Story. Yeah, this film and did it, feel like yes, Devil Story a lot. What? And they established that female cop as a new main character and she dies, too. <laughs> so this movie keeps establishing main characters only to have them abruptly killed by some ghoulie thing. It's actually kind of cool in that regard. And the main guy with the sunglasses thinks he's cool. So imagine like and he uh, gets his head just ripped off. I'm trying to think. So so imagine like uh, the main character, like better off dead. You know, he's a cool guy. And then yeah, halfway John through the Cusack. movie. Yeah. Imagine if Hold John Cusack holding just holding up the fucking like stereo. Yeah, just imagine that, and then all of a sudden he gets uh, he gets his head ripped off by a pterodactyl or something. That's kind of like the logic of this movie. That it is. It is. It's. It's. Dare I say, head teared off, head torn off. Did I? There is. There is a sort of punk aesthetic, public access, Adult Swim vibe to it. Yes. That sadly though is can get fucking boring at times like you can snip 20 minutes out of this movie make it a long short film and it would be fucking fantastic well we were talking about this like this is the kind of movie that uh, i don't think would play good to like an audience sadly it won't because you know there's so the movie goes from highs to lows so often it would be it would, would not play good in an audience or at a theater. So no, it won't. Well, we said we were gonna double bill it with Bloodbeat. Okay, you know why? Because Bloodbeat, we should show an image of Bloodbeat, right? Bloodbeat is another like winter time, what the fuck am I watching nightmare fuel Christmas time movie. So I thought it would pair well with Bloodbeat and Stone, but 
If this was fucking wintertime, then it would play better with Bloodbeat. But it's an autumn movie. Well, it's funny when Called you winter when you Google winter that bugs the shit out of me. The the plot synopsis is a totem pole gets revenge and kills people in a small town. I mean, that's the extent. It doesn't of it. say anything about the winter. It doesn't say snow. anything about the winter. But the thing is, where's the where's the winter beast? There's no. Well, the thing is, I'll give Why it. Why did they go? I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it an edge because I'm glad we're doing this episode to kind of clear it up because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people that. When I when I mention the name Winter Beast, they automatically think that seventies made for TV movie Snow Beast, which I like too. Remember that? Remember Snow Beast? I don't remember. Snow it's Beast, the one with Yeti. Man. Oh, that's Alex. I thought I thought, it, I thought that movie was called Shriek of the Mutilated. Well, that's another one of those Yeti movies. Yeti movies. How many seventies Yeti movies? Were well, there's there? a lot of them. Snow well, Beast was kind of like Jaws, but in the Alps. <laughs> oh, also, this movie ends with like a weird ogre demon thing. That's, that's supposed to be around, Snow Beast. And then they like, and then they like shoot flares at it and shit. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Those scenes kind of felt like a weird, fucked up Power Rangers, don't you think? A little bit, yeah, with more gore. Yeah, with a little bit of gore. And if the Power Rangers bought their stuff from uh, the Seven Eleven. Like last minute shot, but they're like, "Oh, we got to film a movie, so we yes, got to get some yes, stuff." Yes, yes. But that scene where the demon's head, mouth is going like like that was kind of cool in a weird, creepy nightmare kind of way. Sadly, guys, this is not a movie to watch in a party. This is a movie to watch with like your friend and your highest fuck, and it's late at night. Or, this is that type of horror film. Or for you independent filmmakers out there that want some inspiration, because this is a film where I, I actually sat there and remember I turned to you and I said, "These actors aren't very good, but they're trying their hardest. They're trying." This. We've both said trying at the same time. We're like, they're trying. They're doing you know? a good job. This is like the, if the director casted his neighbors or his cousins or he, he casted his family and his family wanted to give it their all. Yeah. That's so it it's like, like, it's like, come on, mom, do your lines. And the mom and the mom's just doing her soliloquy mm-hmm. or monologue the it's best she can. It's kind of inspiring in that way. It is. Yes, it, it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you had like during Thanksgiving and you wanted to film a movie, it's like, okay, uh, family, I just want to film a scene. Can you guys all act this way? And, and remember, this is like, uh, you got to give it and you have the aunt kind of doing her whole Shakespeare kind of yeah and this you know what I mean it's not good no, acting you know what, but they're dude, trying that would be an Adam Sandler movie oh god don't don't give him any ideas I, I've seen Jack and Jill <laughs> no, try, Adam Sandler in the making of Winter Beast <laughs> okay and then here's another topic you brought it's up a good topic it's kind of in your brain I can see it I can see a turn on doing yeah but Adam Sandler yeah we gotta make this scary movie <laughs> have you seen Hubie Halloween. I guess. Well, that was. You know what? You know what? That was a fat grandma. I will defend Hubie Halloween for being. Hubie Halloween brought like '90s Adam Sandler kind of back in a way, and my God, the at the Halloween atmosphere in that movie was like holy shit. Didn't the 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 mom have a chainsaw? Yes, she did. It was a killer granny movie. It was a killer granny movie. You know, Hoobie Halloween is dumb, but hollow. It's dumb Halloween popcorn. That's Hoobie Halloween. But we're not here for Adam Sandler. No, we're here for the Winter Beast. Yeah, Adam Sandler can go fuck off with his triple XL clothes that he wears. Have you seen? Oh, looks yeah, like I've seen those like, where he looks like he looks like a kid in his dad's winter clothing, and he has like a giant coffee cup, and he's like this. Yeah, he's the, he's the kind of guy that turns to his son. It's like, well, son, it's Saturday. It's 6 a.m. in the morning. We're going to go shopping for, at Ross Dress for less. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why are you waking me up at 6 a.m. on a Saturday? He could be that kind of dad. Yeah, he's like, dad, we have millions of fucking dollars. Why are we going to Ross? <laughs> and he yells at his kid when he throws away the McDonald's. Club. No, what are you doing? We can save that. I can put pennies in there when I go on the highway. Come on. No, I'm being mean that's, to Adam Sandler. Yeah, you're being mean to Adam Sandler. Uh, well... That's okay. beat Ben Stiller. I like Ben Stiller. Why? Because he was in the movie Highway from Hell. You remember that movie? 
He's barely in Highway to Hell. Yeah, but you want to know what I think he comes from, like, a, a background of, like, you know, more horror. Funny, that's a deep, that's another, another early 90s deep cut horror film that a lot, a lot of people know about, Highway to Hell. That's a fun movie. I know, Kino Lorber recently. Yeah, yeah, out. with demons and shit mm-hmm. and a good budget. Jerry Stiller is in that one. Yeah. It wasn't Ben Stiller, it was Jerry Stiller. He's in it. Ben Stiller's dad. Um, we are really off. We are really off track, folks. Well, so is this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this movie does get off the track all the fucking time. Well, what I gotta say to you brought it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit here. But when you said this movie was like, it's like if someone could recreate it, I don't think that's possible. No, it, it's such a late '80s, early '90s time capsule. Because, but like a regional student film budget time capsule. Here's the thing. The way this was made, you know, everyone was being really serious about making it. So it's like, it's not like, like, for example, this is like something you'd see on Tim and Eric um, on Adult Swim. Like we keep mentioning that. But the thing, as you were saying earlier, Tim and Eric is self-aware. Tim and Eric is like self-aware weirdness. This is unself. This is like unaware weirdness. They think they're being serious, but they're just being really fucking weird. Yeah. They they think that they're like, okay, now we got this goal and maybe the audience won't know if we, maybe they weren't even thinking yeah, about what the audience Because of that, think. there's like an authenticity there. Yeah. There's a real charming authenticity to this. Kind of like the room. Because of, yeah, because of its unawareness. Whereas mm-hmm. Tim and Eric might be fun, even terrific when you're high, but you know they, you know that they know what they, they're doing. Yeah, they're making it fake and they, they're aware that public access, because this feels like they're, a public they're, access they're, 3 a.m. homaging. Homaging, yeah. They're homaging. That's, you know. Whereas this is as, as much of a roller coaster of an, of up and downs as this movie is, it is uh, it is a charmer, and I'm glad we watched it. In all honesty, yeah. Well, I gotta say, Winter Beast is like the perfect mix of like if you're if you're on a sexy rose petal bed with with red silk, and then you have a whole whole thing of X lax. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're ready to go, but any any movement, you'll just shit yourself <laughs> or you shit the bed. That's kind of what it is, isn't it? It's like, oh, this is so good. And then, oh, what the fuck is this? A 15-minute improv scene of college actors? <laughs> I take it you've had X-Lax and Silk. <laughs> what? Okay, I'll let you calm down. Uh-huh. I don't think I have anything else for this movie, man. Just, it was charming. I don't think it would fit best as a double bill with Bloodbeat. There are two separate movies to watch. Hi. Okay. Yeah. I think I would rather try to build this with um, that trauma distributed movie called um, Frostbiter Wrath of the Wendigo. Mm -hmm. I would rather pair it with that because that movie has terrific monster effect scenes and like a low budget rubbery stop motion way but they also have scenes that just fucking drag so they're on the exact same wavelength but winter the frostbiter actually takes place in the fucking snow yeah this movie doesn't have any snow so it's almost all, as so. if you watch this for the autumn and then you watch frostbiter uh for the winter why didn't they call this autumn beast i think that would be cool that would have been that would have been more fitting right you well know? there's already what is it savage harvest or i have savage harvest okay i haven't seen the one in a long time i know that's an sov horror film i hope because, guys, we've been deriving off the rails so much that all these weird titles we've been mentioning, you guys have been writing down or trying to seek out because they're, they're trips. Yeah, well, I got to say, too, this is like the the Northern American version of, of Blood or not Blood, be Devil Story. Yeah, it is. But it, but Devil I mean, Story is so much fun. Like, Devil, seriously, find Devil that Story, movie. Devil Story is a weird French oddity. This feels like that, but it but like slowed down to like a tenth degree and not as fun as Devil Story. But like the same kind of. 
anything can fucking happen tone as devil story. Well, like you said, the, the beginning of this movie starts out with the guy pulling his guts out. Yeah. And, and the effects like, turn pretty around good. like this going, yeah, you know, and then it cuts to another 15 minute dialogue scene where the camera kind of pans and, and, and or the camera's just static on one scene and the characters are walking in like it's a stage play. Yeah, it feels like that. Oh, and it is. Well, it is a backstage because every time they tap something, if they hit the desk, the whole wall shake. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I mean? so it's like soundstage that they made with a tiny, thin plywood. And then in the background, so they're trying to do it. This is what I feel like they're doing. The, a teacher gave them an assignment. They're like, okay, you got to film something, but you got to get this shot in there. You got to put something in the foreground, middle ground, you know, you know, film school stuff. And uh, then they have like some PAs in the back. They have like swinging tree branches to make it seem like there's wind outside. So, you know what I mean? It's like, they're trying very their hardest. Yeah, very, very DIY. DIY. Which, you know, I, you got to give them that credit, too. I like that DIY spirit of them just really trying. Because, you know, you and I have made films before. Mm-hmm. And we've made really DIY fucking horror films yeah, between good, us. Gross you know? House, Gross House 2, Don't Touch I've, That Dial. My short films, Disappointed, disappointed. Uh, The Tainted, uh, Road to Eternity, you know. So, you know, we, we know that spirit and we can remember spirit. It's just you can cut 20 fucking minutes out of this movie and it would make it a hell of a lot better. This movie is an hour and 16 minutes. I know, but like there's a terrific SOV Halloween time horror movie from the early 90s called Something of Mine. That sucker's only an hour. Fucking terrific movie. And it's an SOV horror film. Winter Beast could do the same thing. Yeah, but see, this is the time 90s and you know early 2000s. You had to have that at least hour and 15 minute mark in order to get distribution. Yeah, whereas sadly, Something of Mine, that zombie horror film that's only an hour long, that was self-distributed. Mm. That's why. Okay. That's understandable. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was a nice breakaway from all the stuff that's going on in the real world now. Oh, my God, dude. So, it's oh my just, God. so we were okay, able to before laugh our we get into off. that, man, and we're still in this stoner smoker's basement. We're still in the slasher smoke break, guys. I hope I you guys are enjoying this new format because yeah, this yeah, is what yeah, we're going to yeah, have just, for a little just bit. Just banter, man. Just, just have high banter. Because I know none of you motherfuckers out there are going to go and watch this movie. Probably uh, not, man. You said how much is the Blu-ray? The Blu-ray is out of print. So, and then, how much? I, I don't know. I think like no, maybe going on Amazon right now. Why don't you check here? Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's the thing here because I know it's I may this isn't streaming yet. I'm sure it will be streaming on Tubi soon enough because you know a lot of the a lot of vinegar syndrome, syndrome stuff, stuff is up to on Tubi. Tubi in their quality too, guys. A lot of you didn't know that, but you want to see a vinegar syndrome movie and you don't want to pay for the Blu-ray. Check out Tubi. Yeah. Or, you know, you could probably go to YouTube and type in Winter Beast. I'm sure Maybe. the movie's posted on there in like a VHS quality. But but the uh, the Blu-ray we have, it, it's been cleaned up really. It's uh, from a 2K scan. So, you know, whatever's on YouTube, it's probably like VHS quality. But if you're just in it to see like the, the thrill of it, I definitely recommend it. Uh, I definitely feel like this is a movie that I would have seen when I was younger in the basement, like, you know, when you had friends sleep over and stuff. And a lot you know, of them also, sleep this is like the and wake up movie. at 3 a.m. This is like, sorry to talk over you, Doug. This is like the weird movie you would see as a kid in the 90s on the VHS rack in liquor stores. Yeah, at the bottom yeah, shelf. It's at full the of, very bottom shelf. It's yeah. full of dirt and, and sun damage. And shit, yeah. And like, and it's, yeah, you would be like, what the fuck is this? That's what that movie is, dude. I'm not finding it on Amazon, dude. Yeah, Winter Beast isn't, it's only available in that box set on Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's our little spiel on Winter Beast here. So I definitely, it's, you know, um, as Aid would say, drink some heart. wine. Oh, and I'll. 
I'll, you know, smoke a doobie. What, what did you find? Did you find oh, the price I'm of sorry, that? I'm sorry, Doug. You guys were high. What do you want? You know, the smoker. This is the slasher smokers. We've been plugging that way too much. Anyway, so the Homegrown Horrors Volume 1, uh, Beyond Dream's Door, Witcher Beast, and Fatal Exam, it is now $84.99. I bought that for Amazon. like 25 bucks. Oh my God, guys. We are plugging a movie that you don't have. We'll have to pay $95 to fucking. Yeah, I am sorry, folks. Yeah, sorry, guys. You, you pirate up. this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Vinegar Syndrome, to say this, but damn, guys, it's 84 fucking dollars. Well, you know, for you collectors out there, it's worth it because it comes with two other movies, which I haven't seen. You know, yet, and Beyond so. Dream's Door has some cool moments to it, too. That's another really regional, but that's a very college film. Mm. Beyond Dream's Door. I think I think you'll dig it. But sadly, Beyond Dream's Door also suffers with drags. So that's just a regional horror. Most of thing. these movies have to have padding because they had to meet that runtime. You know, right? and, and that's the rough, roughest part of these films. Oh, you know? well, we didn't get to the most what the fuck part of this movie. Which one? I thought we covered it. They're in that spot with the three wooden Indians just staring down and then they open a box like, here's some gifts we have. And there's a fucking dildo oh, in the box. Oh, yeah, the dick in the box. Dude. So they're having like the seance or something. And they're like, this is the box that connects to the Indian spirits or something. And he opens it up and it's like they're filled with trinkets. (laughs) There's a fucking dildo in there. I'm not kidding. We could show pictures of the somebody Jake edit this shit in. But the box has a straight up dildo in it. And they're like, oh, the trinkets. Nobody acknowledges the dick in the box. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? Was this like a weird? Is this the regional filmmakers trolling us again? No, it's not trolling. I actually looked in because the thing is, uh, you know, you Myra, when she comes back from Peru, she, gave me, fuck? she gave me this wooden penis thing. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a wooden penis bottle opener. But the thing is, well, she gave me that that wooden doll of the creature from Black Lagoon with the dick hanging out. Yeah. So Peruvians are all about the penis. Peruvians are all about the penis. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> but, um, but, but no, the, 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 that dick was actually like a piece like the Indians used to use. It, it was a phallic symbol because, you know, how they used to have like fertility goddesses yeah. and fertility things. That's like the phallic symbol. That's why Peru had their obsession with penises that look like baboon dicks and, you know, all these other, you know, it's, it's a history thing. Look it up. Anthropology. Yeah. Big okay. words. What is okay. this? PBS. Which makes sense with the like Native American ogre demon thing at the end, too, which I love when they kill that thing. You can tell it's just a mask filled with smoke. And then and then, yeah. the, in fact, the skull, he wears like the skull necklace with bones. That skull is the same one I bought at 99 cents store <laughs> last year. I know. You know, what's funny. That ogre in several shots looks like he was done in a Halloween store. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? I mean, pretty cool, because the thing is, this shows you that no matter how long it takes, if you have a dream, if you have a movie that you want to get made, just keep doing it. It'll get it released. You know what I mean? When it came out in 1992, just to VHS. Mm-hmm. Now it's on a fucking Blu-ray with all 2K restorations, interviews. Yep. And now it's it, a it got its movie. treatment. Yeah. It got its treatment in a way, you know? And the never would have features. thought. Never would have thought, you the, know? The guy that did Godzilla versus King Kong was talking about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, fucking, it's crazy. You know, people, it can be a cold film. It is a cold film. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy for it, you know. And you know what's crazy? It's crazy all these boutique labels. I hate, you know, in terms, I hate to say this, but these like boutique labels are finding like movies we never would have thought would get like the great treatment, like Severin doing the Night of the Demon. Yeah, treatment. I'm really excited oh, about that. Oh, man. I never thought the movie about Bigfoot ripping dicks off would ever get like a novelization, a two disc Blu ray with a ton of special features, a figure, a mask. Like, never would have thought that one. And then Vinder Skinner giving this one the nice treatment. Yeah, it's the like, Winter holy Beast. shit. But yeah, if you haven't seen Night of the Demon, I gotta say, the, the, le- the I mean, the whole movie's great, but the ending of that movie, like the last 15 oh, minutes, man. with it's the some slow-mo. of the glorious Bigfoot. And it's creepy because it's, it's in creepy. that real wooden cabin. Yeah, with the 
the lighting and the, the, and the lighting, slow-mo. yeah, oh, man. the music. That's, we could do a whole. That's one we got to tell Jake about. We got to do a uh, smoke break on Night of the Demon. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I gotta oh, maybe I could get Jake because you got the Blu-ray, right? Uh, I ordered the Blu-ray, the two-disc Blu-ray from Severin on uh, Black Friday. I'll just have to borrow the Blu-ray from you because man. I have the I have that uh, I have, red DVD. I do too. I burned that from you. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But I'm sure the Blu-ray is gonna be way better. Oh quality. my god, I can't wait. I can't. So wait. I'll just borrow that from you because I'm a cheap bastard. All right, man. So um, do we have any plugs? Well, no, any- I just. T-shirts, Redbubble. Oh yeah, you go to Redbubble Slashers Pod Redbubble store. There's gonna be T-shirts for mm-hmm. you know all our seasons. Uh, slashing through the snow, things gorging. Uh, you got your Friday night action on B Movie TV. Mm-hmm. You got your Saturday night terrors mm-hmm. on B Movie TV stickers. Um, a bunch of stuff. Night of the Carrot Waxers. You could okay. What is that Night eight. of the Carrot Waxers thing? Is that actual artwork? Yeah, Jake drew it. It's a, it looks like a Goosebumps novel. It's a Slashers oh, podcast. Can he presents. send that to me? Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. Like, thought, Jake, listen to this. Send it to me, man. Please, you know. I think I have it screenshotted somewhere. Oh, dude, I want to see this. Fuck. Okay, well. Oh, man. Why don't I you get my own Goosebumps? Why don't you buy it so we, we could be real capitalists? Yeah. Yeah, right? Capitalist pigs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wish I, I wish I was fat, had a handlebar mustache, and always said, You would Yeah, but I'm not going to see my stinks in the morning. Oh, But, no, like I said, this movie was a fun break, so I definitely... Definitely, if you guys have the free time, watch it. It's definitely a movie to Smoke watch. A joint. Yes. You have you have to watch. I don't think like you'll Devil's, enjoy it. Guys like Devil Story and even Night of the Demon. You have to watch this one high. Night of the Demon. That's a, Night of the Demon's scary. Dude, it, Night of the Demon has this weird uncomfortable I shouldn't be watching this I need to take a shower after watching this Bigfoot mutilate people to elevator music guys Night of the Demon is holy shit we are really not selling Winter Beast anymore no no <laughs> no moved on. So, no but I'm serious guys check out Winter Beast uh, it, I mean it's it's honestly going to be as startling as uh, well I heard a news story today some uh, a Russian lady on an airplane no yeah the, the Russian no. I'm going to tell I was, I was cracking up laughing everyone looks at me like I'm demented they're like what why are you laughing at these but on the news I heard Russian lady on an airline breastfeeds her hairless cat and but the thing is it wasn't that everyone was shocked by that but when I read the article it said the cat was screaming <laughs> <laughs> the cat was screaming like what the fuck uh, that's why you can't laugh in an office environment because everyone hears you and like they're like what's funny about that I'm like the cat was screaming <laughs> just like you're not laughing that she was breastfeeding her cat her hairless cat I'm like yeah I guess it's weird but who, who writes the cat is screaming <laughs> but the cat was screaming <laughs> And I tell you. Anyway, guys, I would like to plug Horrible Imaginings Film Festival is going to be having is already taking submissions for their next year's big film festival in hopefully late August, early September at this at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana. We are taking submissions over on filmfreeway.com. That is Horrible Imaginings Film Fest. If you have any independent films to see if we can't show it. Yeah. So get them in early. I believe the early bird specials are still going. Uh, we're, on. I think we're still going till January, I think. OK, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Any of you filmmakers out mm-hmm. there, send them some them their way and they'll get it uh, in the uh, and don't forget for the main channel slashers podcast we are currently going to be doing more snowbound horror films mm-hmm. on the main feed yeah this is uh, slashing through the snow so mm-hmm. we're going to do some unconventional ones as well too Wait. yeah so this is going to be week number two mm-hmm. I hope you guys like the so. last yeah. misery um, that, that Jake and Aid did but Mis- Misery holds up so well dude it's a very cozy we, uh, movie plus, actually also it is very cozy like that's a movie you're going to have hot cocoa too but like mm-hmm. Misery really holds up now with like how 
how toxic stan culture has become. Stan culture, fan, stan, like fan culture too. Okay, how toxic fan fan culture has become, and how f- stan culture is like. Ugh. So that movie really enlighten me. Up. What's stan culture? Stan culture is like the people who are like extreme fans who will like go and attack that person's enemies and shit online and stuff. Mm. Like they, they're as toxic as you can get, dude. Oh, so they're those people that call the Lisa, SWAT on like the YouTubers. Maybe said this. I think so, but I I think Stan might also again. This is I'm a 33 year old elder millennial stoner guys. I don't know the exact Gen Z term. Where are you getting these off. terms on TikTok? Because I don't even Twitter, know how to use TikTok. Twitter. Twitter. Well, there you go. I don't have Twitter for all Tw- you Twitter. listeners out there. I don't have Twitter. Too Twitter is like walking into a line man. Line man. Line. Line man. I'm football. No. <laughs> You're getting no, there. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is like constantly walking into a minefield. Then why do you have it? I like to talk to horror authors on there, and like Jared Rivette from and, and Elric and Rebecca. I get to talk to all the horror. Can you message on them Twitter. on Instagram? They don't answer Instagram as much as they as quick as they answer Twitter. It's crazy. Twitter, man. you only have 160 words you can write. I know, I know, but I don't know why they're so responsive on Twitter and hardly on Instagram. Because Twitter, you can have porn on there. <laughs> well, okay. Well, no comment. No comment. Say, like, I can't get rid of Twitter. My porn's on there. You got to get rid of it. It's a toxic place. If you want, I real- can't get rid of Twitter. My porn's on there, man. Yeah, but if you want the real nice stuff, just read the comments on Pornhub. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I keep hearing that the comments on Pornhub were actually so They're sharing you recipes know, like, for Thanksgiving pie. I know, which is really nice. I think I read a blueberry pie recipe on one of their comments, too. Is it cream pie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, did you want to end this, Doug? Yeah, so... Like I said, guys, check us out, Slashers Pod. If you have any questions, comments, or complaints, well, Karen will take care of the complaints for you because uh-huh. she wants to speak to your manager. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. So uh-huh. if you want to complain, oh, uh, you can anything speak for B Movie TV? Yes. So B Movie TV, if you have a Roku, fire up that B Movie TV. We got a bunch of stuff, crazy movies lined up for, for wintertime. Uh, we got some new Friday Night Action. Uh, Jake's Saturday Night Terrors plays Saturdays at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, Yahira does Saturday Night Terrors as well. Too. Yeah, Yahira's uh, the new host. Yeah, she's the horror host, the deductive horror oh, host. Oh, yeah. okay. It's not Elvira, it's Yahira. Oh, uh, plug. Yeah, so there you go. I got to promote her somehow. She's like, oh, I'm down. To direct nice. an episode, dude. Well, yeah, when you come over, I, I still want to direct that episode where, like, she has to wrestle the Wolfman and the and the Frankenstein monster, and they're going to DP. But then they don't. But then they don't at all. And she's like, "Damn it!" You know. Well, if you want them to DP, just get my neighbors. I saw them DPing, and <laughs> <laughs> we have to cut. We have to cut. Well, I can go on. The neighbors don't listen to this shit. They they, they thought. Didn't you didn't you go out in like your like your boxers and just like go DP neighbors? Yeah, know? yeah. So I was. Uh, it, it was like midnight and I was cleaning out the stuff in the garage and uh, I was in my underwear and then I, oh. the garage is a slow opening door. And I always joke, I call the neighbors the DP neighbors because I thought they Why? were because they had a sex sling in their garage and I thought they were that doing. doesn't mean they're into threesome stuff. Yeah, but they always said, well, the thing is, I thought they were dating at first yeah. and then I find out they're brother and sister. I'm like, this is a weird that's fucking relationship. Worse. This is some real made up cheese, man, my friend. I mean, it's not made up cheese, man. They've seen Pornhub. They know it's on the step ropes. Oh, help. I'm stuck in the washing machine. <laughs> How the fuck did that become a thing, dude? I don't know. How did... There's... I'm sorry, but dude, like... But Gen Z has some weird fucking, like, Pornhub category shit, man. I try not to kink shame as much as I can, but, like, I'm like, what? Stuck in a washing machine? What the fuck? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's because... I mean, and I'm, I don't mean to sound like an old man. Oh, are we going, like, angry, like, elder millennial? I feel like me and... Me, okay, so the way me and Coker set up, yeah. we're staring right at each other. So we look like... 
the opposite sides. I feel like we're kind of like those old men puppets from the Muppets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, always have their arms crossed and stuff. But no, it's it's like uh, they're they're lazy and uh, no, we can't say that. The boomers called us lazy too. Yeah, Uh, I can be lazy. I like being (laughs) lazy sometimes. No, okay, not lazy, but it's like. With the internet and everyone having the phones, it's so much harder to interact with people. So it's like people have these fantasies. Do you think it's just cutting? You think it's just cutting out the event, the uh, the taught the interaction that can lead to a sexy situation? Yeah, like they don't want that interaction that can lead. They just want to like, oh look, open holes, you know. That's <laughs> okay. I, I went from a one to a ten there, guys. I'm sorry, but like you know, at least in old school porn, it would be like, oh, hey, how's it going? It's like you know, I had to went through six I inches did, of hair. Yeah, to find- it was like I miss that cheesy dialogue, dude. I really do. You know, like the cheesy dialogue before sex scene. I kind of, I really miss that. You know, I I feel like I mean, Brazzers does that still, but the majority of I feel like modern day porn doesn't do that. And I was like, guys, I like a story here. Give me a story. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, that sounds all fun and nice, but I have this movie that uh, it's it's in one of these collections. It's called The Geek. It's a 1970s. Um, it's a 70s porn with Bigfoot. What the fuck? Yeah, and it's wait. Was that the one where you? It was like he was like completely black, but his dick was all white and shit. But it was still covered in dirt and shit. And when he was fucking her, is this like there's like black paint all over her ass, and her ass is hairier than the guy. <laughs> her ass was hairier than Bigfoot. I'm like, is that her? I'm like, oh, that's her ass. I'm like, God damn, that's like six cotton balls or the scouring pads. So I don't know. That was that was oh. crazy. But that's I'm like. And then you see, you say like, oh, the good old days of 70s and I'm, 80s. I'm, no, no, I'm talking. I'm not talking 70s or 80s porn, dude. My porn preference goes from 2006 and up. So like the Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude. <laughs> like that kind of era. That kind of era of porn shit. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know. Okay, listen. We have to stop this because remember when A, it edited the LeGrand Booth episode? She was like, it delved literally into like porn talk. Oh, we yeah. just literally went right into fucking Pornsville, guys. So we got we got to drag out for right, right, We, we got to reel ourselves out here. We were in the closing credits. I don't remember what happened. We just went, we I told you, well, I'm looking at the time. We're about 42 minutes in. So usually we got to make this an hour uh, just to please. Sadly, do you think we've talked enough about winter? It's kind of like crap radio, I think. Now we're just kind of going. But I mean, okay. So yeah, I think we've talked your head off on Winter Beast. I say go check it out. Get stoned or drunk. Get stoned. Find it the best way you can, guys. Please. Or, or if you're aid, don't get go, go like, oh my God, this place, I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> Aid went to. Uh, Aid's gonna to, edit this, right? Yeah, Aid. I told you I'm a Slytherin too. But see, I don't really like saying that to people because I remember back in high school. Remember when everyone used to say, "What would group are you in?" I dude, the thing is, I feel like I'm one of the only white millennials that never got into Harry Potter. I never got into it, dude. I'm sorry. I never got into it either. You know, I watched uh, what was it, Sorcerer's Stone, when I was like in middle school, and I thought it was really cool and imaginative. And then after the first movie, I just didn't give a shit anymore. Well, everyone in my school, everyone was like, I'm part of Slytherin, Slytherin into that pussy. <laughs> that's what they all used to say. <laughs> like, that's, so that's why I'm like, oh, Slytherin. Oh, shit. But, you oh. know, that's uh, that, that's my joke for the night here. Like I said, I think the funniest thing for me all day, besides like some scenes in Winter Beast, that, that breastfeeding, that lady breastfeeding the hairless how, cat. How do you breastfeed a cat? I mean, with the, the cat's fangs and shit? Maybe she was squeezing the milk. I don't, I guess that could be disruptive on an airplane. You're squeezing your nibble and spraying all over the people. In front of you. <laughs> and then the cat's like screaming. Honey, <laughs> did you feel some water on the back of my head? Oh, it was turbulence and spraying all over. It's like, I'm sorry, it's the altitude. My nipples explode in the night. 
god. I guess it could, you know, maybe that's why the cat's screaming, but that's okay. Imagine going on an airplane. This is why I hate fucking riding on the airplanes. Because I go in there, someone's kicking my seat, I try to put my luggage in there, and then what always happens, every time I go to the bathroom, I'm always ending up sitting either in the middle or on the, the window seat, and I stand up too fast and I hit my fucking head on the thing, and there's the crying babies, and then you got, well now you got the Russian lady squirting her nipple juice all over the place with the cat screaming, you got dogs barking. That, that's how it is on the airplanes, and then you get frisked by the TSA. And they don't leave you any money. <laughs> it's like you're on an OnlyFans, and all of a sudden they they, they rip you apart, and they're like, oh, they're gonna take your money too. I'm like, well, what the fuck, man? I'm standing here naked. <laughs> oh, and that's my rant on United Airlines. <laughs> well, you know, I I, I did see. Uh, see, see, I'm going off again because I haven't been on the last few podcasts, so I got a lot of verbal diarrhea. I got to express. Okay, all right. Since we're here, and this is the first experimental slashes pod side story, you know, smoke break. Uh, what did you want to say on Silence of the Lambs? Oh, this, oh, we're going there. Okay. Yeah, if you were on the Silence of the Lambs episode, I which I liked the Silence of the Lambs a lot. That's one of my favorite movies. In fact, I watched that with my mom and my brother when we were really young. Probably younger than we should have. I think I was like six. And my mom's like, "This is why you don't help people put uh, put chairs into vans." I'm like, "What the fuck am I going to help someone with a chair?" Your mom, your mom showed like the roughest fucking horror films to you as a kid. She showed me Texas give, Chainsaw Massacre. Trying to give moral yeah. lessons, she literally made you kids watch Texas Chainsaw fucking massacre. Oh, and she showed and us she, uh, the fly. She's like, "The fly is such a good love story." I'm like, "The, the fly." God, okay, she. <laughs> Maybe that's why I am today. Fuck, dude. No wonder you can handle, like, the roughest shit, man. Yeah, but she got mad when we used to watch South Park, so go figure. <sighs> yeah, that's, you know. Yeah, because I remember we had those South Park tapes that we rented from the library, and she would get... Your she, library had South Park tapes? Yeah. Oh, my God. It had, like, you know, those VHS tapes had, they had like, two episodes? Had, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because all they can fit was two episodes? Bullshit, you know? Yeah, it's, like, fit more. I don't even care if it's an EP put, mode. Put it in EP mode. Fit six on there. Fuck off, you know? Yeah. But, no, they instead of EP mode, they got DP mode, because it's two episodes on one tape. <laughs> I'm going to keep throwing out that DP joke. You caused this yourself. Stop. We're not going there on the podcast. Don't. Okay. Okay. Don't. All right. Okay. Don't. But fine. You want to carry the joke, carry that joke, but don't. That's an inside joke. But okay. okay, So we were going off a little bit. We were going off on the airlines and, uh, you know, like I said, just with Thanksgiving and stuff, I hate fucking driving all over the place here. It's, It's ridiculous. Now, what was our um? What was the comment you, you said something and I I lost my train of thought. What on Silence of the Lambs? Oh, Silence of the Lambs. So I mean, we're not even on the rails anymore. We're out in like the fucking what outback was that here. Line? Oh, okay. See, okay. It's, I mean, I've seen Silence the rails of the Lambs are miles enough, away, guys. But yeah. when I was um when I was listening to the podcast that that Jake and A did and I edited that video, I I, I could have sworn it was one of those things where remember when you think. A character said something in a movie or you remember something and it's oh, not the, whole, the same. Uh, the whole Mandela Bernstein bear effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um so I always thought Hannibal Lecter said to that senator uh, he's like, he's like, well, like, your pussy smells like hot dog water now. I, I thought he said something like that, but it's. I'm like, wait, what? He said nipples. That's not as vulgar as what I remember. I, I remember he said her pussy smelled like hot dog water. No, we didn't. Your pussy smells like hot dog water. I remember that. <laughs> what, what was the line he no, says? He, what was the line he says? 
anyway, Coco no, is no, gone. No, Hannibal Lecter does not look at the senator going, you pussy, smells like hot dog water. No, dog. She got really pissed. And I remember her. I'm she like, was about her nipples. Hannibal Lecter was just like, made your nipples, t- or your nipples tough, didn't it? And she's like, get this animal out of here. How the fuck did that turn the pussy I, I, I said maybe that was a TV cut or something. But like, that, that, was was TV, that, was not, that was not a TV cut. That was not a TV cut. That was not a TV cut. I think it'd be more entertaining because it would the audience would be a lot more jarred. Like, what the fuck did he just say? This motherfucker is vulgar. Jesus Christ. Like, I don't okay. even care that you eat people's faces. Stuff like that. You can go to wash your mouth. That was soap, Mr. Lecter. Or Dr. Lecter, I'm sorry. Oh, oh okay. And um, oh, and then the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 episode. Dude, you love that fucking movie. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw 2. That's one of my favorites. In fact, I was really wanting you on that episode, dude. Yeah, well, I, I work. Mm-hmm. I work. Well, I mean, I'm working Monday through Friday. I got an office job, yeah. which is, it, it's a good job. I like it a lot. Yeah, There's a lot of cheese me, though. I know. It's rough cheese me. It, it's, but dude, what, what? I wish you were on that episode because, like, me and you have, we bonded over Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I think I think that's what. Well, I mean, when we first met, when was that on Sadistic? The first movie we did together. Oh, Sadistic Eroticism. Yeah, yeah that, back in twenty twelve. Yeah, we were talking on the phone. And we just talked, but I, I feel like Texas Chainsaw Two, and uh, my uh, my brother and sister can even say the same thing. That DVD with Dennis Hopper on the cover. That was my tenth. Uh, my 10 year birthday gift. Really? My, my, I remember my parents were like, oh, well, what do you want? I said, I want Texas Chainsaw 2. Wait, so that was your first DVD? That was. Whoa. That was my own first personal nice. DVD. My first personal DVD was Creep Show. Do you remember the wood, the uh, paper clamshell? I remember, yeah. Creep Show DVD? That was my first. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, I remember the first DVDs I had. My dad, he bought himself The Matrix and. Uh, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Those are the okay. first DVDs I remember. And then my Very first late ones, 90s. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw 2 and then uh, Mars Attacks, the, the Snake Oh, case. nice. Yeah, so that's my affinity for Mars Attacks as well. But but yeah, um, it, it was uh, it, it, it's crazy with Texas Chainsaw 2 because I feel like that really – you know when you're going through school and then you always want to kind of resonate. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of not a good thing to say now. But my whole humor – like my dark humor, like throughout high school and stuff, they got me through it. Like they're like, oh, Doug's, Doug's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. He's like the w- weirdest jokes. I gotta say, Texas Chainsaw Two really did that because it's such a weird. It, mix. It's such a sardonic humor. Yeah, it's not know? stupid. It's not parody, it, but, but it's, it's very like, sardonic. Yeah, it's like goofy but gory at the same time. Yeah, it's goofy but fucked up. You know, yeah. and it's sadly all the other Texas Chainsaws. Don't do that, dude. No, I don't. You heard about the new one this today? Yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw the trailer on Netflix. Oh my um, god! It, oh my god! It looks what awful. did it? What did it say? What did it like say? The it description said, was like Leatherface is trying to be a better man. Leatherface, what the fuck? Let Leatherface be Leather. Why do we always got to do this? They're John Wicking Leatherface, and, I'm, and plus it's going to Netflix in February, and I'm like, oh, they're probably gonna have Leatherface as like this beefed up kid in like a I Letterman know. jacket. And it's a sequel to the original, like all the other sequels, which are sequels to the original. It's like that whole franchise is a fault. I'm sorry, Jake, but like everything past two from three and on and even this new one, the whole franchise is a fucking mess. You know, well, you know, I do a mess of a franchise. You know, one of my favorite ones, though, besides I I do like like four. I like four. You like Next Generation. I don't know why. Because I saw that one very early on. Okay. 
I saw that one very early on, and then I also like I I like the transvestite leather face on there. I think there should you be figures kind of for creepy. that one. Yeah, because it was like a whole body. You know what's funny? We both have an affinity for a 90s version of a popular slasher. My favorite slasher, one of my favorite 90s versions of the slasher is the melty, lumpy, gooey Jason Goes to Hell style Jason. Mm -hmm. Because that was the first Jason I saw as a kid. So it just imprinted on me. And it was very 90s. And same thing with you, but with the tranny 90s Leatherface. Yeah, I mean, that that's the one that always stuck. Because the VHS for part four always stuck with me. Because with like the, the pantyhose on the leg and stuff. The pantyhose in the leg and then the other side was the lipstick and the chainsaw mm -hmm. that always stuck out to me like i always remember that tape because it's of that so mid 90s isn't it it's very mid 90s mm -hmm. but uh yeah so it's weird how we resonate with all that stuff so yeah you can definitely track um yeah like i said i missed being on that texas chainsaw 2 mm -hmm. episode i love it and i think that's one of the ones where it's it, i love three stooges i know you guys that listen to yeah oh, you really I, love I love three the stooges, stooges. And I feel like you, Texas Chainsaw 2 is the closest to that. Do you agree with me on, on Chop Top or could you take Chop Top in longer bits? I could. T well, see, here's the thing. Like, he gets a little grating sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not not like he's really sinister and creepy during the um, the Kaokla radio station. Oh, God. When he's like, the golden old. Yeah. <laughs> when he's in the cave and he starts going like running around screaming, he gets yeah. a little. It's like, OK, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Only to that point when he's in the cave, then it starts getting a little annoying. But no, Leatherface is my favorite throughout. He's just like that big teddy bear almost. That, mm -hmm. You know, like the whole thing. It's like, what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just he's just like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. he's doing that a lot in part two, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that, that's what we left off on there. Man, we really went off topic. But that's what happens. Like we're, we're hanging out. Guys, the this basement. is smoke break. Who this knows? is smoke break basement. So, you know, this, we go on the rails and then we'll go off those rails. Well, I mean, that's what it is. This feels like we're up at three in the morning right now, just kind of exactly. hanging out, shooting the exactly, shit. Exactly, man. And uh, this movie played on like a box TV. Remember those oh. Zenith box TVs with the wood paneling? Dude, I when I was little, my dad recorded a Halloween marathon of Tales from the Crypt. They were all season four episodes on HBO. And it had the original Crypt Jam music video in there, too. Mm -hmm. And he would play that VHS tape for us all the time on a Zenith VCR. Mm. That's about as early fucking 90s as you can get, guys. Yeah. See, that's that's the stuff you remember. I don't remember, I don't miss the 90s much. You don't on. miss the 90s that much? Uh, I used to like flinging AOL CD discs at people. <laughs> I used to remember those free there AOL There were so CDs. many of those. I know. There were so many of those. Oh, my God. And I thought the coolest that thing was. That and Pikachu uh, Pokemon cards were everywhere. Yeah, there were Pikachu Pokemon. Were I remember they were in the Pikachu sewers. Yeah, they were in the sewers and they were in the gutters all the fucking time. Pikachu, Pikachu Pokemon card, either Squirrel or Bulbasaur or Pikachu was always in the gutter. And then, uh, you know, you, oh, you know what else I miss? Like those Inquirer magazines at like, Bat Boy. Bat Boy. Oh, Bat Boy. I, I remember Bat Boy. Boy. I remember the six. Bat Boy was mom. Bat Boy was one of the best monsters of the 90s, and don't you forget it. Imagine if Bat Boy came to Dead by Daylight. Oh. Do you know there's a Bat Boy musical? <laughs> I had the chance to see it playing in San Diego, and I didn't be. I, oh. I should have. I should have. I know. I know. I would love to see Bat Boy the musical again, you know. Well, let's see. Bat Boy. So, oh, you did see it then? No, I didn't. Oh, you I didn't. didn't see I would it. love to see it, you know. I wonder if there's a full video play of it on YouTube. Well, there's. I remember Bat Boy was always on the Inquirer, and then that, that fat 
fat baby. Like that Do fat you remember toddler. the alien on the alligator body? No, I don't know. No, that one was freaky. It was like an alien gray body, but like its lower half was an alligator. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what the what the fuck? So if I could find the image, that would be like popping on there like, boop, you know. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoy our diarrhea, blabbermouth, talk, <laughs> crap radio. It looks like we're getting towards that time. It's 56 yeah, minutes in. So. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this weird spinoff show of the Slashers podcast. Uh, I am James Shake Hoker. And I am Doug. And we like to say goodbye and good die.